Hi, Sandy Mackey here. And Al Curtis here. Coming to you with an episode of Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy. And Pool Girl. And Pool Girl in our indoor renovation project. You know, we, we do have the opportunity on occasion to do really unique and interesting things. And I think this job is an example of being able to push our limits. And just to try something we've never done before and enjoy the process because this has been a thrill. Just being able to do what we do, taking a pool though that's existing and then doing what we do versus just doing what we do on a new project. There's a whole different set of challenges when you start with something that's there and you have to modify it and grow it from there. And that's what we did here and I think the room is transformed. It is transformed. I haven't been here since the majority of things in here have changed. Yeah, it wasn't the, only, the last time you were here, there was still the, the old yeah, pool and patio and everything was still there before we I started. I wasn't going to admit that on camera, but thanks. No, that's okay. Yeah. That's right. So we got here and Al had some things that he needed to do and I took out my camera and I started taking pictures and I was very quiet, which I sort of realized after a while I was going to freak Al out because he likes to hear feedback, especially the first time that I've been on a job. From you, yes, I need it. that feedback. So the reason that I was so quiet though is because there's so many different interesting things in here and I'm used to seeing what we build and I spent a good hour just taking pictures and video and I hadn't said anything and then at that point it just became a little funny because I thought I would share. And then you're waiting for me to ask you for what you thought, weren't you? So the feel, you know, a couple of my impressions walking in here for the first time after seeing what it was before is the feel in here is amazing. It is, there's not even water in the pool and it's a little echoey, but it just, it feels just so, so yummy in here. It's really exciting for me. And then the colors, that was one of the other things that I think I was a little concerned with knowing that this accent wall in the back was staying and we weren't sure if it was going to complement. You had talked about doing some theming and things to it, but I think the colors just flow spectacularly. The surfaces are so smooth and I really like the tile. I really like the stonework. Kudos Karen. I know it's one of her favorite stonework jobs that she's done. The boulders and everything. It's very, very impressive. So. Cool. <laughs> I know, I made you nervous for a while. Made me a little nervous there. Almost on purpose. Just, thank you. Thanks for just driving me bonkers. You're I appreciate that. You know, the other really cool thing about this job in particular is the homeowner who has an awesome energy about the project as well. His initial communication with us by email was fantastic. Our meeting him was fantastic. Very, very smooth process. And I think. That's one of the things that we really look for now that we're so specific in our certain way is we just need people who are kind of, you know, go with the flow and just super, super laid back, but super open to kind of what's happening. And then I think ready to appreciate it. And it's, a, it's hard to put into words the mix of people that have those qualities. They're out there and we get to work with them. It's amazing. It's certainly someone who, very quickly learns to trust our way. I think if a person is high strung and they have to be over involved in decision making out of either fear that we're going to make the wrong decision or out of their own need to make decisions, you know, there's people like that, but it, it probably wouldn't work really well with us because 
we kind of just go with it. You know, our, our, our mode isn't to talk details and go over every little corner of everything that we're doing. Instead, it's let's start creating and see what comes out. What do we see in the concrete? What do we see in the stone? What do we see in all of that? And the net result is a much more organic feel. And that, I know, is it for everybody. There's, there's no doubt about it. That's a, it takes a special type of customer to see and allow us to do it the way that we do it. But they do come in a lot of shapes and forms. And, you know, everyone's a little bit different. And yet, they all have some of those similarities that are so important. And that's what our whole business is built around. People with that type of common, common traits. And I think the biggest one is they're excited to try something new. They're they're wanting they're wanting the new experiment, the new ex the, the new thing. And yet, I wouldn't say that they're throwing caution to the wind and going, "We're just going to see what happens." They're really confident in what we're going to do and what we're going to produce for them. And I think probably because what we've done in the past, we have so much good work out there that it's hard to believe that we wouldn't do good work again. And that's probably one of the things that brings people that much closer, that much quicker to us, and that they don't have to worry so much because we're going to always over-deliver. We're never going to stop partway and say good enough. We're always going to push it to that next, whatever that next thing is. What do you think then about customers? What are some of the common traits that you would see from your end? Because you communicate initially, you make all those decisions on the front side when someone calls. What types of things do you see in customers that uh, would make you even go, oh, they're going to make it through the next step? Because I'll bet, I'll bet a phone call comes in, and when you get that call, if you get the call or when you do the call back, you know pretty quickly whether they're going to phase through to the next. I do, and I kind of really enjoy those calls. And back to what I was saying a little bit earlier, kind of how it feels in here. I think how it feels on that initial phone call, how I feel, whether it's an email or a phone call, that says a lot. It also says a lot what people don't bring up. You know, there's a few key things that we look for in terms of the style of project that somebody says that they're looking for. And if you've watched a lot of our videos, you know, the people who have watched a lot of our videos call and they're already talking the language. And then the ones that would be maybe not quite a fit for us will inevitably bring up something or ask a question that's just kind of out of context or out of character. For the types of people that it's like a staged for. question, isn't it? it Something is. that they they would expect that they have to ask it or something. Is. And that's a pretty clear indication that somebody isn't going to be a fit with us. And I do, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. If a question like that comes up, I know sometimes on the initial conversation, it's hard to know even where to go with it. Less is really more. But if something like that comes up, I'll probably ask a couple of follow-up questions to find out kind of where the question came from and that's a good indication as well so yeah by the time you get an appointment we've got a pretty good idea of like yeah this is one we're going to totally run with or this maybe has a few questions but it's worth exploring and the other thing i know if anybody watches our videos or a new customer sees this ahead of time anybody who's had that initial screening call with me or even with katie or one of the other girls that occasionally answers the phone at the office you know that we bring up budget pretty quickly. So a new customer screening call could go something like this. Hey, this is Sandy calling you back about the email inquiry we got that you're looking for a new pool. Tell me a little bit about what you're looking for. And then in the perfect scenario, oh, we've been on your website. We watched a ton of your videos. We love what you do. And we'd like to see what kind of designs we can come up with. 
then I say great, and then I say tell me what kind of a budget you have in mind, because we like to make sure that we're on the same page, and then if you tell me, I, it's as simple as that, and you can have an appointment. I mean, literally, the phone call can take four minutes. And yet it's not that simple. Yeah. It really isn't, because it takes, it takes a special energy process or something even get to, to get there and yeah. there's there's if that's in the magic part of where, where our company has just become sensational and it's probably yeah. really hard and i know we keep trying over and over to put that into words for someone who wants to use video to screen people a little more so i just made this this whole energetic process that we've gone through over the last six to ten years i condensed it down to a four minute phone call with somebody and there's probably people saying, wait a minute, how does that work? And it goes a lot deeper because we know if people have spent time watching our videos, at this point we have well over 1,500 on YouTube. If somebody has spent the time watching even a few of those and getting a feel for who we are, our energy comes through those. And if there's someone who is stuck with it and then decided that they wanted to pick up the phone or they were really excited about us, they've kind of become an energetic match before even calling. So it's, it's years of experience that goes into, into and not even experience, but it's years of discovery, years mm -hmm. of energetic kind of what do we want, what's the best case scenario, years of pouring positive energy into these videos so that somebody can call and have that experience. So what you basically just said there is it's really important for someone, if they would like to hire us, to make sure that they spend time on a website, to make sure that they, for, for a couple different reasons, probably just our style, because our style is just very different than the marketplace, number one, and that's not for everybody, and we recognize that, and we don't wanna waste your time or our time, so you're gonna see that, but also there's a feel about it. There's a feel about our company that if they connect with that, and they connect with our certain way, or they even get a sense of it, then automatically there's that connection. Yeah. And it's difficult, to explain that and put that into words, but it's a very real thing that we can we can feel it, we can understand it. One of the other things that people have to understand is our humor about not using tape measures. So I'm curious in here, did you use a tape measure on anything? Did you use it when shooting the spa, or did you maybe just have a string? Like, have you used a tape measure in this? Room? I have. Okay, where? One place. Okay. There's a strip drain that runs down the middle of the floor. I measured it off of that far wall, just so that that was close. Of course, when I got halfway down, there was no wall to measure off of, so then I guessed. But I <laughs> okay. did use a tape measure. Anything uh, else, pool-related, mm -hmm. counter-related, no. stair-related? Nothing. No tape measure? No tape measure anywhere? whatsoever. Okay. Thinking about any of it? No, not a tape measure anywhere, except for when I laid out the Oh, wall. and well, did we estimate how long the fish tank was? I mean, we gave them a dimension, but did you actually use a tape measure for that? Um, okay. I probably did eventually. Well, no. I mean, we knew we knew how long we knew what eight feet was going to be, and I knew I had more than eight feet. So we set it in there, and then we just built the ground up to the fish tank. So technically, no tape measure. No. And yet it works. Yeah. It's right there. We had to, you know, a lot of it's our eyeballs, and and our eyeballs are pretty good. I did ask for a tape measure one day though, okay. and we couldn't find one. <laughs> I had Katie looking for him because I wanted to measure the length of the wall so I could know where to put my low voltage uplighting. We're going to uplight that whole far wall with, uh, with colored low okay. voltage light. And I never found it, so I never did it yet. Okay. So it's got to be done yet, but I haven't done it because I didn't have a tape measure to measure the length. Because I wanted to, 
fairly evenly spaced a light up against that stone in the wall. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. And then those three pillars, I kind of pretty close to guess what how those distances apart were. I think I got them pretty close. Yeah, so we're the full company that although, sometimes uses the table. Although I will say, when it comes to a situation where we have lot lines and property lines, we absolutely, on the day we start, yeah. we tape measure because those, those are critical things that are within the law of making sure that we have our tolerances and our setbacks and all of that. So yes, we in fact do use tape measures, but once the process starts, we use very little tape measures. And yet it's spot on and it would be in the cases where people need to get the after the fact site uh, verification from the engineering mm -hmm. firms, mm -hmm. it's, spot it's spot on when they measure mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. it's just well, and I think that's just our, our style. Number one is we have very few straight lines. And when you're doing things with straight lines, you're always squaring to make sure that those straight lines are parallel and perpendicular. And most of our work doesn't have that. And in this particular case, the wall was there. We destroyed that whole wall of the pool, but it didn't matter because we were changing it. That wall was there. So we didn't have to straighten it, it was already set. Yeah. If we were building this outdoors and we had to build that straight wall, well then it would absolutely make sense that we're squaring it to make sure that it's right. But again, if you look at our stuff, we don't do that very often. Most of our stuff is very free-flowing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this project, I think, was pretty pivotal for us in terms of kind of growth and pushing boundaries of what we've done before. Very rarely do we take on renovation projects. Mm -hmm. We're really selective about those. And this is a little bit even further out of the area that we had traveled. And one of the primary reasons that we even took this appointment was because it's in Bay City where we have antique malls that, that we, we like to go visit. So that's one of the only reasons when we screened this one that it made sense to check it out because it's by Bay City Antique Mall, so why not? Mm -hmm. And it, for me, I know what we've talked about in terms of we have the new construction, but there's a, there's a real thrill in renovation for me. And not just tile and coping and refinish. I, if we're breaking out walls, we're adding things, we're doing things drastically different, I think that's when it's exciting because for me, there's, it, it, you're operating in a very different realm than if you're building from scratch because there's a lot of these, pre these preconditioned things that are already here that you have to monitor and use. And, and great examples here is probably the biggest challenge in this entire thing is what we have for equipment space. If you notice that room in there, it is tiny. And it went from a very simple one pump and a filter and a heater on top to three pumps, 47 lines going in there, at least 15 or 20 low voltage lines going in there, right through a vent. There's a, there's a huge vent under that all had to be removed so we could go underneath and come up and in. So it's very different. That outdoors, we would have just made the pad bigger. We would have been able to, you know, get an excavator in there to dig out more space or whatever we needed to do. Here, we had to very specifically work from the far corners back there and going into that little room. You know, everything before was all inch and a half plumbing. Well, now there's there's all kinds of three inch plumbing and 42 inch plumbing lines and you know a zillion different things going in there. And that was a real challenge, and Mark really stepped up on that one. He stayed with it a long time. That was a long, slow process because we literally had to sweep them up in phases. And then we had to pour the floor in phases to get the plumbing upright, pour a pad so we could get locate our pumps, and then bring more pipes up and pour some concrete. So we had to even put the, the floor in 
there was no way of pre-lining everything up. It just wasn't going to be physically possible. And there's a furnace in that room, and we have setbacks from the furnace, and we have setbacks for the electrical panels and all of that. And we had to maximize every space and then build the filters on top of the pumps. But that was the only way to create enough floor space to stay code, you know, stay within code of everything else. Had that been outdoors, we could have just spread out. We could have done what we needed to do. And that was probably, out of all of the challenge here, that's probably the biggest. Because we brought it on ourselves. We added so much. This was a very simple pool and spa, and the spa was, was hardly a spa. There was no action. There were four jets in this monster spa. There was, it, it was just not done well. So we're sitting in the corner where this, the spa This is where the spa used to be. Right, used to be right mm -hmm. there. Used to be and right here. We've got and this is Sunledge and a, and a kind of swim-up bar and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But in that case, it was very simple for them to do. But when we came back and we had a grotto, waterfalls, you know, the, the spa, all of those things require a lot of extra horsepower to work out right and much larger plumbing. And that just created its own challenge. And that was fun and frustrating all at the same time. But I, there's a reward in that. And I know Mark feels like he really accomplished something. And he even made the comment that if I can do that, he was done with it. He said, if I can do that, I can plumb anything. And he, he was pushed right to the edge of his abilities for sure. And we had to sit, sit there for many hours and scratch our heads and say, what about this? What about this? What about this? Because as we were building, we were adding. So it'd be one thing if you knew what you were getting into, but as we did it, then we said, well, we really need more of this, or we really need an extra pump, or I need a booster pump for the spa. How are we gonna fit it in here? I need, a, I need, a, I need, a, I need. A. Then we had to figure out how to increase our suction ports, and the pool was built with a little main drain in the middle, one little main drain in the middle of the pool. And we had to add a secondary drain just to meet code. And then we had to add additional suction ports to be able to draw for the waterfall. So it just kind of compounded on itself. And it's an indoor closed space, dusty, dirty, it, just a continual thing. But it, it was just a different experience. And I really enjoyed that. I think that, that result is fantastic. And I think knowing what we've gone through and to see the change. We normally take an outdoor yard that we have a picture of a blank space and we turn it into something cool. This had parameters already that we couldn't change those, but we could do everything inside and make it better. And I think we did. I think we accomplished that. Mm -hmm. What do we think, though, moving forward? Would, would, would you like to see us do more of this type of work? For the right people. In the right well, I, I, that's, that I think right. that, that goes without saying. I think so. Do you mm -hmm. think that? I think the team enjoyed it. I think so, too. Uh, for me, I know that I had the discussion with them all along through the process in terms of what they liked, what they didn't like, what they wanted to be more of. And I think we all agreed that, number one, it was a perfect time of year because it was the off-season, so we could just come up here and work. There's and no it, such thing as the off-season. Well, there isn't anymore, but they're, from the old there paradigm to, to the new paradigm, yes, the old paradigm would have been off-season. Yeah. And it allowed us to continue to work, but not be crazy, not to be so pressured to hit deadlines, which was really nice because it allowed us to slowly work our way into what we have here now. You know, that goes back to a couple of years ago, we finalized a new mission statement for Legendary Escapes, and it was build the right projects at the right pace with a high level of quality, creativity, and design, and enjoy the work. Mm -hmm. And I think this project hit it all of those, all of especially with the pace. And that's one of the things that I've been able to watch with you, not with the rest of the crew so much because I think we've got some fresh faces in there that are newer, but you've been in the pool industry a very long time and you had very set parameters on 
what a season looked like and how you had an off season and then you ramped up and how everything had to go at a certain speed because you only had so much time to make the money in the summer before mm -hmm. it moved on. And that's when we redefine that mission statement back to you know the amount of time and energy that we put in to designing our exceptional expectations was all of those things. And it was for the right people, which we were getting very clear on, at the right pace, I think took a whole like new I, experience to be able what to understand I what, what that looks like. Yeah, what I didn't share with you through that whole process of figuring that out was I had to gulp that one down. I had to, okay, right you pace, didn't right know pace. What it would look like. I didn't know, and I was scared to death of what it would look like. And this, I feel like, was the right Th pace. This was the right pace. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. And I do think that. There's something to be said for continually getting work done, which is what we did here. At times when we're outdoors, it's just a different pressure when people, you know, are trying to hit their deadlines because the season's short or any of that, and and well, that's probably self-imposed. Rain days here, exactly. Which was good, so there's no we, weather we did, there, there was there was very little. We had some snow and stuff, but that didn't stop us from working. We had a very laid-back homeowner who didn't put arbitrary expectations mm -hmm. because in the middle of summer. If there's a building project going on, three years from the time that you build a pool outdoors, nobody ever remembers. But in the heat of the moment, the homeowner is all anxious because inevitably they're having a party. And stop it! Just stop doing that because yeah. it can be so much smoother than that. And, and it can be so much more enjoyable. Yeah. And I do realize that we live in this very finite world, and people think in finite seasons. And I have the season for swimming, and I have the season for. And yet when you recognize it, like a blink, it goes and the next one comes. Yeah. So instead of wrecking that one, being so anxious about it. Now if it's told to you that way that this is a bada boom, bada bing, bada in, and we absolutely guarantee, promise we're going to be out of here in two weeks. Different story. They said they set you up for that. But for what we do, recognize we want you to have a lifetime of enjoyment. And whatever lifetime could be. Maybe it's just living there for five years, or maybe it's there for 30 years. But we want you to have that lifetime of, of enjoyment. Well, in this project, start to finish, it's an indoor renovation in the um, very early part of the year. You know, we kind of told them to expect we're going to move in for probably four months. And mm -hmm. we're, we're three, we're, we're three and a half months. We're, we're, yeah, we're three months in, three months and a weekend, basically. Yeah. Or less, actually. So that's, we knew that. We knew what we could do here. We knew the pace that we would have to do. We also knew that we were only going to work here three days a week or four days a week, depending on what it required. And then as, as it got closer to this point, we, we stepped up and started working longer because we do want to get it done. Yeah. But through those middle of the winter months, we didn't want to have, we didn't want to have that crazy pace of you know, 12 hour days every day of the week. Yeah. And I don't think that we should ever have to have that. Okay. And I know that's, that's part of what yeah. you talk about with that at the right pace. Part of me, needs that and it's the old part of me that needs that the thing the part of me that was always pressured with deadlines always pressured with get it done we only have x amount of time and we got all of that and it doesn't have to be i recognize that doesn't mean i can make it go away that quick yeah. but i certainly recognize that you know the lifetime of what we're doing and the the lifetime expectancy of what we build it it doesn't have to be crazy fast no. because i'll tell you what when we put too much speed into it there's the creativity goes away the minute you try to put pressure on and you really push to get done, 
it's so much easier. I know on my end, it's so much easier to say, okay, that's enough, let's just be done. Instead of, what more can we do? And our, our tendency, everybody on the crew's tendency, is to do more. There's no one on a crew that goes, you know guys, this is enough, we need to just stop. Everyone's going, what more could we do? What more, what more could we add? What more could we whatever? Well, we've taken swimming pool commodity building into an art form. And it's, I'm just trying to think of an example that could even make sense, but it's an artist who, you know, gets a canvas and the paint out and they have to paint something in 20 minutes versus if they get to play with it and feel it and do all the nuances. And we've talked about the concrete, there's love in the mix. And in here, it feels so good because I don't think anybody was rushed in any of these no. parts. And I keep looking over at the stonework and the spa and just, like, it just, it feels lovely there, in There's here. love in all of it. There absolutely is. And there was no, there was no crunch. No, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Instead it was, let's do this and let's do, enjoy this and let's play music and let's laugh and let's sing and let's just have a good time doing it. And I think the room, takes that energy on. It it, if we were anxious and if we were just at the edge of our, you know, at every moment, I think the room would, the room would feel that way. Yeah. And like you're saying, there's not even water in the pool yet and it just feels good to be in here. You could just come and hang out here even with an empty pool. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know, we haven't even done the fun stuff yet, really. The decorative stuff with the, with the lighting which brings everything alive and then once you animate it by having water moving and, and the jets and the, all that stuff, that's just a whole other thing. And here we're talking about it feeling really good and none of that is done yet. All the structural stuff is done and yes, some of the decoration, but the animated part isn't even done yet. Yeah. And that will be done as soon as we basically get it going, which is soon. I think we'll have to do a field trip day up here. We'll have to as we get water in the pool. We'll just have to let people know that we're up here. It's a beautiful drive to come out here to see it. We'll oh, let a few I, of our friends come and take a I, I had thought maybe we should do a party bus. You know? You know, just for those that would want to come, just jump, jump on a party bus and we can just party the whole way here and back. That yeah. absolutely sounds mm -hmm. fabulous. So. I think what we'll do is we'll let the homeowner finish the house too so he can feel that that part is done oh, okay. versus yeah. just just having this half done because the other part of what was going on here when we started here was the whole house was being touched up and changed quite a bit and that's, that's, that's not quite done yet. That would be exceptional. So maybe that, maybe once he's back into the house, yeah. we'll do that so that people can enjoy the whole experience. Oh yeah, that would yeah. be And yeah, so we can't beat the view, you can't beat the place, it's right here on Lake Huron, it's fantastic. It's I think, uh, I think I, I mentioned this to you a few times, but the first time I walked in this yard when I was going to meet him, I felt the most at ease of any yard I've ever walked into. And we weren't even going to get to work in the yard. We were going to work inside the house. I hadn't been in there. But the feel and the space and the expanse was just exceptional. And we've been able to bring some of that inside, I think. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap up this conversation with Ask the Pool Guy. We are still going to be on location filming all the little nooks and crannies here. So watch for some follow-up videos with all the aspects that we've been talking about. So thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time.